What's going on, you Tubanites and turkeys? Welcome to uh, the cover price top 10 of the week, week ending November 30th. Good Lord, we are in December. Man, I know we say this every week, but it's kind of crazy, man. I mean, it's been a happy belated Thanksgiving to you all. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed your turkey day, stayed safe, and weren't a jive turkey so close to Thanksgiving. Speaking of jive turkeys, my man, DJ Curse, what's up, Ray? How was your Thanksgiving, brother? Oh, man, what's happening, Tim? Every, oh, man, my Thanksgiving was good, man. You know, like I said, I didn't cook a turkey this year. I cooked a ham, but, man, it was good enough. Had all the turkey fixings and all the, the corn and the and freaking the mashed potatoes, the gravy, and all that stuff like that. So I had a good Thanksgiving. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving also. Well, since you didn't cook then, you know what? Why don't you cook something for us up right now? Okay. You like that? Segway. I like that. Think, think it's very vital. Back, back, right, 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 top, 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 Yo, yeah. My bad, my bad. DJ Curse. <laughs> I had muted myself because I was enjoying it so much. Bringing us, uh, it's tricky for during DMC. And now I was talking about, you remember the flip side on the 12 inch on that? It's called Up Tempo. Yeah, yeah. yep. That is dope, yep. man. That it just it takes me up, <laughs> yep. up, up. Anyway, well, DJ Curse giving you a little entertainment before we kick off into the top 10. DJ Curse, tell them where they can find you, what day and where. Uh, tomorrow, you can find me on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash I am DJ Curse. I'll be on at 1 p.m. What days? Uh, this week. It's this week. So Monday. it's going to be 1 p.m. Monday through Friday of this week. There you go, boys and girls. A little lunchtime jam for you all. DJ Curse live in the mix. I got the it's right there. Twitch TV forward slash I am DJ Curse. And also, don't forget my man, man. I'm going to say what's up to the good people. 
What's going on, everyone? Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, man, I was checking all my cords because it was muted. I was like, oh, shit. Did something unplug no, here? That was me. <laughs> no, I muted myself so I could listen to, to Ray get down, man. The ones and twos, we haven't had mm-hmm. him since, uh, you know, it was a holiday last week. But Ray's going to be giving you the funk. Uh, you know, we like to mix it up, man. A little music, they get you entertained. Some people complain that it's a little, it takes a little bit too long. But, hey, man, we're trying to do different, new and different things. Once again, this is the Cover Price Top 10 brought to you, our friends, by CoverPrice.com. We are the official channel of CoverPrice.com. Bringing you the top 10 and the Shakers list. The top 10 is every Tuesday. The Shakers list is every Thursday. If you go over there, sign up for a uh, two week free trial for all your comic price goodness. Also, our friends at Rocket Comics, tell them the Lord sent you to get 20% off your first pressing order. Also, our friends over at the Geek Swag Shop, they got Lords of Longbox hoodies and pullovers on sale right now. We're taking pre orders just in time for the cold, chilly evenings that it's getting to be. Also, from our friends at uh, KRSComics.com, go to the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off KRSComics.com. So, Ray, KRS Comics is uh, Pinoy, just like you are, brother. <laughs> That's pretty Let's funny. See. Where are they located? There we go. We got all the Pinoy connections, uh, comic books, DJ, and we want to keep it all live, man. So, uh, this is the, comic, the cover price top 10 week ending uh, November 30th. Um, so my guess is there will probably be some Star Wars books on here because if uh, you haven't watched The Mandalorian, a lot of things happen, and that oh, made yeah. the market just really kind of go crazy. But before we get to the top 10, there's always a runner-up, man. And the runner-up this week, look at that, our first Star Wars. I'm going to leave Star Wars books uh, over under on the list at four. It's so not fair you, when you've seen the list. <laughs> no, it's for the people in the live chat. Yeah, I got you. I mean, you can't play along either. You see the list too. But I know. I was, that's the, why I wasn't going to make yeah. a comment. Yeah, it's the people in the live chat. The over-under on comic book, uh, Star Wars related comic books is four. Um, so let's get to it. Number 11 on the list is Star Wars number 68. This issue reintroduces Boba Fett, which includes his origin and the first appearance of the Mandalorians. If you haven't heard... The Mandalorian is pretty darn hot. It sold 11 copies at a 70 trend of 257%. Had a high sale. Good Lord. $1,400 for a CDC 9.8. Damn. So this isn't even the first appearance of Boba Fett in the comics. This no, is just the yeah. first appearance of the Mandalorian. So, um, man. It's all heating it, up. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that other book, number 42, that one's already high off the charts. So. I hope you got these books, man. It, everything is is it's amazing how hot that the uh, Disney Plus shows have gotten the, the Star Wars books. I mean, both Marvel and IDW side. It's oh, it's really the, been the Dark fun, Horse, man. yeah, and the Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse, excuse me. Yeah, of course, Dark Horse before IDW, but yeah. So runner up, almost in the top ten is Star Wars number sixty eight from nineteen eighty three. All right, what do we got for ten, man? So number oh, we letting DJ Curse get in up and on that. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm man, my it's, I'm I'm out of I'm sorry. We just been out for so long. All right, right. Give me a. No, ten. I jumped the gun too, but then I was like, ooh, I better, better <laughs> give me a ten, Ray. <laughs> number ten, ten, ten. So number ten is going to be following that number eleven theme. We got Star Wars Kanan number one. So. This is going to be kind of spoilery. If you haven't seen The Mandalorian, you may want to mute it for a second. I'll give you a little bit. But this issue is kind of hype right now because we had a very first appearance in The Mandalorian live action, which also hints that maybe some of the other rumors we've heard might also show up in The Mandalorian. So we got Star Wars Canaan number one from 2015. 
which has an introduction or the first appearance of both Sabine Wren and Kanan. Now, I know that can be a little dicey at the moment. A lot of people fighting over whether it's number one or number six and what's a cameo and what's not. Well, that's up for you to decide. But this book sold 34 copies, had a seven-day trend of 129%, and had a high sale of 245 for a CGC 9.8. I think it's pretty safe to say spoilers at this point. I mean, it's right. been a damn, you know, it's been four or five days. Plus, it's been a holiday, so yeah, you you actually you, you're disrespecting us by not watching it. So yes, that's your fault. exactly. So <laughs> this is the first appearance of Ezra Bridger, correct? Uh, what's well, the first appearance of all of them? Sabine yeah. Wren, Ezra Bridger, Kanan, all so of how, them, all the guys from Rebels. So that's why it's important that you should have watched not only Clone Wars, but Rebels before you started watching The Mandalorian because Ahsoka Tano asks, asks Bruce Lee's goddaughter, by the way, Diana Lee Anasanto, who is playing the magistrate, um, who, where is your boss, essentially? And she's speaking right. about Thrawn. The last time we saw Thrawn, he was stuck in hyperspace with Ezra Bridger. And at that same episode, I do believe it was Ahsoka Tano and Sabine Wren and... Uh, Just the two of them. And those two went out to search for him. So... If that's bringing up, it's got to bring up the other. Plus, we've talked about it on our show last year in October when Mike, uh, when we got a Black Knight scoop that said Star- Thrawn is being planned for live action Star Wars, not the animated stuff. So we also had Mara Jade on that list. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but we also spec Sabine Wren and all these way back when. So now it looks like it's coming to fruition. If you've been watching Lords, Hopefully you snatch all these up. So at number ten, Star Wars, Kanan, number one. Side note, Side note about this run. All first appearances aside, if you want, if you can't get the single issues, buy the hardcover. This is a great read. All twelve issues of this Kanan run. Man, I was surprised by how awesome it was. It is a good Star Wars read. Check it out. Yeah, they've been they've been killing it lately. And I was share I shared an article in our our, our Facebook group earlier that. Um, so back, what was the article was from summer, right? So obviously COVID messed everything up, but they had planned, Marvel had planned, or actually Star Wars, I wouldn't want to say maybe Star Wars Disney had planned a series of books and comic books based off of the Mandalorian Disney Plus series. So you can bet your bottom dollar that Marvel is seeing the hype with Baby Yoda, excuse me, Grogu, and uh, Din Djarin and seeing how popular it is when their first appearances come out, you can bet your bottom dollar. It is going to be incredibly hot. There's going to be a ton of variants for it. So just be prepared that eventually it will come. Why wouldn't it come? The, the show is so damn popular. Why not build off of that popularity and get a comic book? Right. And, right. and you can tell even more stories just like Marvel did on the original. So there you go. Number 10 on the list, Star Wars, Kanan, number one. Give me nine, Ray. Number nine. All right, number nine 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 on the list is New Avengers number nine. That's right. With the American Kaiju appearing in the King and Black crossover, Planet of the Symbiote storyline, his first appearance in this issue became instantly hot. It sold 23 copies at a 70 trend of 196 and a high early sale of $39.99 for a CDC 9.6, though Raws are now at 25. So American Kaiju, really? Is that where we're going now? Because he just he's appearing in the, the King in Black. Nobody cared about the American Kaiju. It's such a small uh, character, but who knows? Maybe Donny Cates is hyping it up to be something bigger than it is, but trying to think do i have this issue 
Oh, I'm sure if you have that run, I got rid of that run a long time ago. But yeah, so this is part of the new Avengers run, right? Not it's right. not a standoff with just the little story arc they did in that. But uh, there you go. If you had American Kaiju on your 2020 uh, <laughs> bingo card, there you go. People are hyping up new Avengers number nine. You know what? I think I got this. I got to go look for it now because I was collecting all the new Avengers runs. So very interesting. So number nine on the list is new Avengers number nine. Give me an eight, Ray. Number eight. All right, what do we got? Wow, this one, this one's interesting. I shouldn't be surprised by this. We got number eight. We got DC Nation presents DC Future State number one, a retailer black border variant. Now, like I said, I shouldn't be surprised because we've been seeing these Marvel previews hit. Any kind of preview issue that's not necessarily a comic book is being considered first appearance and it's going crazy so this future state book is going to be packed with first appearances and potentially key characters for dc down the road with that anticipation collectors recognize that this issue could very could be very key since it features most of them in this uh lcsd one shot this one per store black border variant sold 56 copies had a seven day trend of 86 percent, and had a high sale of 80 dollars for a raw copy so was the Black Border variant free as well? Yeah, I'm, yeah I think they all were. Because I saw them. I saw them, and then I saw them on this. I go, damn it. But then I go, oh, wait, it's the Black Border one. I think the ones at my LCS were just uh, the regular ones. So this, look out for this one if you see this out in the wild. So this is a one per store. So I'm assuming that some stores are like, you know what? Uh, being it's one per store, even we get it free. Let's see if we can make some money off it. But there yeah. you go, man. I'm looking at mine right now, and it's got like a, a light blue border. Is yeah, the regular so, one. So remember, this is the black border one, which is the rare one. So good look out. Obviously, this feature is going to be featuring a bunch of first appearances of all the future state characters, which is the new DC storyline. It's going to feature the new Wonder Woman, multiple versions of the new Wonder Woman, I believe, an African American and also uh, a Brazilian, right? I mean, uh, they're kind right. of going crazy with it. And as we've seen, anything in the future, be it 2099 or Batman Beyond, comic collectors don't care about the continuity. They're going to snatch it up. So number eight on the list is DC Nation presents DC Futures, DC Future State. Man, DC has the longest titles. DC Future <laughs> State, number one, the Black Border Variant. All right, Ray, drop a seven on me. Number seven, 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 seven. All right, seven, number seven on the list. If you're playing at home, it is another Star Wars book. Star Wars Doctor Afra number six, the Bartel or Bartle one in twenty five variant. Wow, that is a gorgeous cover. I kind of like the way she's straddling that thing there. You know what I'm saying? Yo, but, uh, easy. Hey, she well, watch the other team, bro. Settle <laughs> down. Oh, that's right. But hey, man, I could always change her and turn it to the dark side. You know wow. what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is sometimes, you know, a gorgeous cover is all we need. So it sold 18 copies at a seven-day trend and a, a seven-day trend of 289% at a high sale for 180 for a raw copy obviously it's it's because it's scarcity one in 25 i don't know if there's any first appearances in there are there i don't know nah. yeah it's just you know one of those just raw a good cover, man yeah i mean you people know, are digging. yeah this title so i read the dr Afford the the first series that stemmed off of like the vader and it was great for like probably half of it and then towards the end it kind of sucked i was reading this this i was picking up like issues one through five man i had to give up on it I couldn't. I don't know. This this Doctor Afro is just not the same as the the previous one, man. This is a, this is a hard read for me. Well, then didn't she start as somewhat of a of a maybe 
uh, a protagonist or anti or started yeah, as a bad guy and then as an anti-hero and then she's now she's definitely flung. getting more to be like a good guy she's she has you know what she is she's a leans a little bit more chaotic evil than han solo did she's han solo with a with a a more dark side version a little bit okay, but not much i would say han solo started as chaotic neutral and then right. became chaotic good so uh, yeah. shout out for the people at home playing take a shot if you are waiting for your first D reference so. right we old <laughs> so, man we old we old man i remember chaotic good chaotic neutral man i used to dude i used to i didn't i we used to play it a little bit but man i used to love reading the the, the handbooks that oh, show yeah. like all the characters and their traits and it tell you if they're chaotic good chaotic evil and their power set plus 17. there we go bro let's do it let's get it let's get a dnd crew going new live stream youtube let's do it uh, i always said i want to do the the one that that's based off of uh comic books there's a superhero one right uh, first there was an off-brand neither marvel or dc then marvel came out with one in like the 90s yeah. so uh if anybody's got those uh, Marvel Dungeon Master skills, hit us up and we'll do it live and we'll see how it goes, man. I don't Hell know how yeah. we're going to roll. We need to have some type of virtual dice roller, too, to see how you would do. Because, you know, nobody's going to believe it. Uh, yeah, I rolled uh, 18. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, no, you can right. just do the dice that people use for like raffles if you really want to. Perfect. Play. There you go. So if any Dungeon Masters out there, holler at your boys. We'll do it live six hours straight. All right. So Boom. number seven on the list, Star Wars, Dr. Afra. Number six, the Jen Bartel variant. DJ Curse, give me a six. Number six, 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 six. six. Man, this is the book, the little engine that could. It just will not go away, and it's a great one. We got TMNT, the last Ronin number one. And you know what's great about this, too, is there are so many other covers out there. This is the cover A, and it's still on the list as the high one. So it's hanging in week after week, sold 62 copies, had a seven-day trend of 109%, and had a high sale of $190 for a CGC 9.8. I'm actually so, waiting on one from um, – I ordered one from Big Time Collectibles, CGC signed by John Jang, Jang, Yang, something like that. Dope cover, but – yeah. But I have no, no idea. That's where amazing. That. This is so, the regular cover. And we're talking raw $190. That is amazing because, like you said, there's a ton of covers for them. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure Manimal is still on his mission to find bags and boards that'll fit for it. But uh, <laughs> it's it's sitting here. I'm looking at I'm holding it right now. This book is unbagged, unboard, sitting on my dresser. And I'm looking at this 190 and I'm like, damn, man, I should I should cut cut ties with this bad boy. At the very worst, just put in a top loader and then you'll be good. You know what I yeah. mean? But you know it's funny to the point where B BCW actually tweeted out, "This is how you bag and board this comic because I guess they were, a ton of people were asking, you know, since it's such an odd shape." So so stupid, go, man. man. That's that's just like God, dude. That makes me so angry. Yeah, it's like you know ash cans when people get them and like, well, I'll just stick it in a little, you know bag of board and it's just this little thing. Even you know it's funny when they grade them too; they come out the same way. I'd be curious to see when people grade these and you know it fits in the case, but it'd be interesting because. It'll probably, I don't know. I'd have to see, uh, you know, to see what the uh, the case is. They may have to use the bigger cases for it because of the odd shape. Because just the inner well, I don't think it'll fit in the inner well. Yeah. If it well, does, it'll be a slides around. Yeah, it'll be a tight fit too on the inner well. So we yeah. shall see, man. But that's what she said. Ooh. Number six, number six on the list is TMNT, the last Ronin, just a regular old cover. Halfway there, boys and girls. Speaking of which, DJ Curse dropped me a five. Number five. There we go. If you're playing at home, this is another Star Wars book. 
this time it's uh this is the one that not many people have been were paying attention to before but so here's a spoiler thrawn's name was dropped in a recent episode of the mandalorian yep causing spikes in his first appearance in heir to the empire or as otto would say hair to the empire <laughs> and this his solo series the first issue sold 17 copies at a 70 trend of 423 percent at a high sale of $24.99 for a raw copy, which means they were basically bought a dollar bin fodder before that. Um, yeah, like we always say, after people buy the first appearance, maybe the second appearance, they start going to look for the first solo series. And this is the first solo series. It went pretty much under the radar when it came out back in 2018, right? I mean, nobody was thinking about Thrawn the way it did. Even when characters were on the Rebels show, People uh-huh. weren't really snatching up the comics like they do now. It just goes to the it just goes to the what I've always been saying that Disney Plus and HBO Max are going to cause a news um, wave of spec because now it's uh, to them you know Rebels showing up on whatever platform it was on I think it was uh, with the Disney Plus or some you know Cartoon Network or some shit like that. But once Disney Plus gets a hold of it and they can make it more, maybe it's also because you know people didn't care that it was an animated series and it was ongoing, right? Um, you know, but once it gets live action, it just changes perspective on collectors. And plus, it's 2020. All rules have been thrown out the window this year. Right, right? dude. Seriously. Everyone's All struggling because there's there's nothing else out there. So it's you know, I I blame it, I blame this year on stuff like the Marvel previews getting hot and like these free comic book day books like getting Corona. these insane prices. Yeah, it's like People are starved for the normal shit. So all the weird stuff's coming out the cracks, yeah. man. Remember when we were talking about the first appearance of Corona and Spider-Man right. and the people were pushing that nonsense to the point where there was an article on one of those websites and they were saying the Corona, first appearance of Corona is going to be likened to the black Spider-Man tribute issue of 9-11. And I thought that was an absolute stretch to compare the first appearance of Corona to a tribute to a national disaster like right. of, you know, the, of the Spider-Man black issue from 9-11. You know, that's to me to just see off. But like, does anybody still have that first appearance of Corona? I don't think so. Unless there's a new character that comes out whose literal name is covid and they're 19 years old, then, you know, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen anymore. So the first appearance of COVID and the number would be like a number 19. But, you know, thank God the election is almost is over. So we're not seeing any more Biden books or any more Trump books or any of that stuff and just move on with our lives. So speaking of moving on with our lives, number five, Star Wars, num- Thrawn, number one from 2018. So who knows? Maybe some of your shops who aren't uh, hip to the game, uh, they still may have these sitting in their bin somewhere. Also DJ a good Kirst, read right here. Yeah. Also there a good is. read. DJ Curse, give me a four. Number four. Thank you, Ray. So this is a crazy book, too. Pretty interesting. This, this author or writer has kind of been away from our list for a while, but we're back, and it's a little bit Donny Cates adjacent here. We've got Marvel Spotlight number nine, the newsstand edition from Marvel in 1980. Uh, if you've been reading the King and Black stuff, you, you probably picked up the symbiote Spider-Man number one, King and Black tie-in, where we saw Mr. E show up again, who's been gone for a while, but it kind of makes another reintroduction of the character. So it's kind of caused his first appearance to skyrocket a bit. So this is from the quarter bins, the dollar bins. This is a book you maybe have seen and didn't even give two thoughts about, but lately it sold 34 copies, had a seven-day trend of 274%. And had a high sale of two hundred dollars for a near mint raw copy. Good, news, news obviously, but it, man, yeah, it, 
it is a mystery that Mr. E is on the list. Not once, but after DJ Chris oh, drops yeah. me an eight, we will see. Or give me a three, DJ Chris. Number three. Three, 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 three. Yep. Three, I kind of tipped three. my hand, but there you go. So not only is the newsstand, but now the regular one is on the list. While the newsstand copies usually take the lead, this week's direct edition won the race. It's rare for us to see both versions land on the top 10, but here we are. So 26 copy had a 7-8 trend of 461%. I had a high... Y'all are just getting ridiculous now. It had a high sale for $275 for a raw high-grade copy. So raw <laughs> meaning they don't know if it's high near mint or not, but man, you Donny Cates, you guys love your stuff, man, because this I do believe... It's Crazy. dropping tomorrow, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think it came out last week. I actually read it. King and Black came out this week. Yeah, King and Black is coming out. But there was like a pre, uh, the last week was like a pre uh, or yeah. issue or something like that, right? King, well, it's a mini series. There's a bunch of mini series. It's King and Black Symbiote Spider Man number one. And it's yeah. crazy though. Like this isn't this isn't based on any kind of movie news. This is just a character that has showed back up after being gone for a minute, and all of a sudden people think this first appearance is like. And if you read the issue, I don't know, bro. I don't know how much legs this guy has, but I think he's going to get killed because, you know, because <laughs> apparently a bunch of people are going to get killed in this. So he oh, seems yeah. like a prime suspect to just get killed <laughs> off in an explosion somewhere. But because Mr. E, so for those who are respecting uh, Mr. E, Captain Universe is kind of a cool character either way, but it's not even Captain Universe first appearance. That's in the Micronauts. But there you go, man. So back to back three and four, man. Marvel Spotlight number nine. This is the actual direct stand, which is uh, another thing for 2020 that the direct stand Sold more than a newsstand. Just goes to show you, man. Back in 1980, uh, it was a little bit different back then. There wasn't a ton of comic book shops yet. Not like the mid to late 90s. I mean, so, you know, newsstand was probably, uh, there was a bit more of them. But not, you know, nearly as uh, few as above, uh, once the uh, early 90s and late 80s hit. So, all right. Number three on the list, Marvel Spotlight. Number nine, the first appearance of your boy, Mr. E. All right, Ray, what did you got for number two? Number two, 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 two. Ah, two, one of my two, favorites. Two, two, so this one should be no surprise based on the theme that we're seeing on this title or on this uh, list. We got Star Wars Heir to the Empire number one from Dark Horse in 1995. So this is actually going to be the first appearance of Thrawn in comic books. Like Tim said earlier, Star Wars Thrawn 1 by Marvel is his first Marvel canon appearance, but this is his very first appearance in comic book format. Um, obviously, we've we've killed it on the spoilers already. If you have not been paying attention, his name was dropped in Mandalorian, which is leading a lot of people to believe he may show up. Therefore, a lot of interest in this book. Had a, sold 98 copies, had a seven-day trend of 203%, and had a high sale of $1,000. And that's on the cheaper side. Yeah, seen, and, recently it's gone up higher. It's like 11, 12, 1300. Yeah, it continues to get higher. For those who've been watching us since uh, October of last year, when we first spec Star Wars Heir to the Empire, congratulations to you. I hope you're ahead of the game. Uh, if you get it now, man, it's going to be expensive. Uh, interesting factoid it's also the first appearance of Mara Jade because uh, yep. this is in the Dark Horse comics. So, uh, Doubt Mara. I don't know if Mara J would ever come. It'd be interesting, but Disney Plus would be a perfect place for her. But you know, probably be hard to bring her with her ties with Luke, though. You yeah, know? I mean that's why I say it. It have to. Be, there's already been talk. There's rumors that Sebastian Stan was going to play a, uh, a version Luke. of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. 
It'd be it's cool. I saw, I saw the little photo, and man, he looked pretty good. You know what? That's how it started with Rosario Dawson and Ahsoka Tano. It was fan oh, art. God. She's it's, great. It's great. I mean, it, the articles on it were so ridiculous that they were saying, why are her head tails shorter than in the cartoons? And it was like, but you know what? Man, she was dead on. I can't yeah. I, I won't lie. I got goosebumps watching that entire episode. And she got down just like, you know, I mean, for the genesis of those who may be newer to Star Wars or new to comic books, the Clone Wars, where she first appeared, Ahsoka Tano, first came out as a two-hour movie, and people hated her. I saw it in a theater, and then they were gonna—they took the first two episodes and made a kind of hour-and-30-minute uh-huh. movie that uh, debuted in the theaters. And people absolutely hated Ahsoka Tano's character, but... As the show went on and on, she became more. She became more mature. By the Way time Rebels, by the time Rebels came, she was just full on badass. She had grown into a role, and now Rosario Dawson is showing her in her mature state. Um, and you know, you know, from there's been talk that she's going to be back uh, again in this season, uh, season two. But fear not, my friends. I'm talking to our friend Mikey Sutton, and that Ahsoka Tano will get her own spinoff series. And it's not Rebels because I thought it was she was going to be part of the Rebels is getting its own live action spinoff series. And the Sokotano is going to get her own series because I think actress like Rosario Dawson, you could definitely go give her her own. And plus, you know, what's cool thing about Rosario Dawson? She's a true geek, too. Yeah. So yeah. she must have just loved uh, having this role. And uh, even the voice, uh, Ashley Eckstein, is that her name? Yes, dude. So I, I don't know if this is where you're going to go with it, but this is when I was, I think she must've listened to it because I really felt like at times I was like, damn, she is really channeling like that voice yeah. actor too. Like the cadence of the way Ashley Eckstein exactly. like talked during rebels and clone wars and stuff. Man, I thought you made me want to go watch it. it again right now, man. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to watch that episode again. But Ashley Exxon came out on Twitter or something, and she, and she was like, oh, great job, Rosario. Blah, blah. You know, it was pretty cool seeing, you know, the two together. Because Ashley Exxon is like a tiny voice and a uh-huh. tiny little person, you know. But, you know, obviously she had to do the kind of kitty voice for it. But, you know, it's this, the Rosario Dawson is like, you know, she's like, you know, in her 30s. Uh, maybe she's gone through some bad relationships or whatever. But she's just, you know, in a different place now. And I, I think... She was dope. She was she was perfect for it. So, uh, man. So now for Disney, she's done Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff. Yep. So uh, not many so, people can claim that. Real quick, before we, speaking of that, before we move on, since we're on this Mandalorian thing, I was telling my chick too that we're watching it, and there was a little you know surprise cameo by Michael Bean, who's now been in like oh, massive, not, massive franchises well at all. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's been, been in Alien, Terminator, and now Star Wars. Yo, that's big, bro. At first, I looked at him and go, "Is that him?" Because you know, yeah, he like, looks old. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he's you know, what are you gonna do, man? He, you know, right? He's, of course, he's, he's been through some shit in his life. He's traveled through time to find Terminators. Right? He's, the father, of the to, uh, leader of the world, the savior of the world. He had to fight aliens. I mean, man, he's been through some stuff, you know. And then he gets uh, spoiler alert: he gets killed. Right. <laughs> but he looked pretty cool, though. I I dug the uh, kind of Western showdown that he had with uh, the man. Yeah, I thought that was cool that was, too. Yeah. So number two on the list, as no surprise, uh, is. Star Wars Heir to the Empire. And if you had the over, you've already won because uh, we've got still one left to go. Is it a Star Wars book or not? We shall see. So give me a one number, Ray, or give me a one, DJ Curse. Number one. 
Right on, DJ Curse. That's right. Oh, not another Star Wars book. And quite frankly, this surprised the hell out of me that this is number one. But you know what? People love second prints and third prints this year. Champions number one, the second print. This market loves them some second printing. Apparently, this is even more so when Kamala is on the cover. It sold 40 copies at a 70 trend of 667% at a high sale of $35 for a raw copy. I think this is actually a pretty dope representation of her. I like the way they, they did the drawing on her. But um, I'm pretty sure coupled with the news that uh, the... Uh, they started filming uh, Miss Marvel, and there's been some uh, scenes that have been leaked. Um, so, obviously, first appearance of Kamala Khan, not going to appear on this list. It may appear on our Shakers list. You never know. But it's not going to appear on this list because it's uh, already pricey. But this book now, people are looking for cover appearances, second appearances, first time they were in it, sometime. This isn't even the old. This is like the new Champions team, not the old Champions team. So, pretty interesting that this book is up there, a raw copy. 35 bucks, man. So, man, people love them some second prints nowadays. So, you know what? I'm going to hold on to all my Strange Academies and New Agents of Atlas, uh, second, third, fourth prints, because they Marvel is, once they get to a formula and it works, they're going to keep on doing it. So, there you go. Number one on the list is Champions. Number one, the second print copy. All right, DJ Curse, do you have any questions for us about the our weird collecting ways that you're, uh, you know, Bray is relatively new to the game or... Has, or excuse me, he's been out of the game for a long yeah. time. No, nah, you know, I'm actually like really new to it again. So I mean, I'm just I'm 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 learning as I go. But I see that like these are co- these are comics that you would basically have in your collection already, and that like the ones from the '80s or '85 or something like that. And then when you say, let's say, 45 copies sold this week, you're talking about 45 people let that go out of their collection, correct? And they sold it online. So this right. would uh, so basically these are all based off of. Uh, Online retailers like eBay or Comic Connect, Comic Connect, Comic Link, and okay. my comic shop. Um, you know, and sometimes they're just straight up auctions or they're just straight up buy it nows. But that's the information we can mine. Typically on new Wednesdays, comic book shops, those numbers get recorded through uh, the distributors and our friends over at Comicron normally have those. So, but this is like back issues. So as soon as they buy it on a Wednesday. We've had some issues that have been on this list that are just a week old. Like literally, they as soon as they got a hold of them, they threw them up on eBay that same day. And sometimes hot books, it's the best time to sell them is on that because uh, you know it's like just like stocks. If you hold on to something too long, it may right. lose its value, right? You know you right. got to. But that's you know the key sometimes is holding on to when you can. Of course, and then a lot of people like to for their own personal collections. Like, but some of the stuff on here from Star Wars is just interesting because it's been sitting there. And some right. of them have had value like this. This one has had value before, but I guarantee you 9.8s weren't selling for $1,400 until the Mandalorian series spiked it up. And in the past, Star Wars stuff didn't really move the needle, right? If you think okay. about all the prequels and then the new movies and new characters that came, uh, you know, some of them, but with Disney Plus and the, the Mandalorian stuff, it's blowing up. I mean, I think the same is going to happen when uh, HBO Max does the Green Lantern stuff. Shout out to uh, the Beat Junkies and the Green Lantern uh, symbol. Um, but, you know, it, it's interesting how, you know, it's also, I think it's 2020. People um, are buying more stuff online because they can't go to comic book conventions and shows where they normally would spend their dollars. So, obviously, it's easier to record sales now because it's all done electronically. Right. I mean, you go to a convention, nobody can track those sales. 
you can't track Facebook sales. You can't track uh, uh, Instagram sales, which is also huge. Um, but you know, that's, you know, that's just the way it is, man. And yeah, it's good. For, you're, yeah. You're not, good you're for not the tracking hobby. like LCS sales either for sure. Jeez. Yeah. So look what so, you okay, got it's yourself like, It's just kind of like the same thing, like with records and stuff, you have records that you, you sell or you have records that you hold on for a little bit. Records are more valuable than other records. And it's, it's kind of like the same thing, but I, that's why I was like looking at it. I was going, cause I, I noticed that some of the dates are from 2020. So those are the people that they, they just came out and just put them right up on eBay. They were like, I'm not even holding on to this copy. Oh, I'm yeah. just put it right up on eBay. Oh yeah. They flip it okay. immediately. Cause they know it's going to be hot. So they typically, they also buy uh, multiple copies too. So they'll go to the comic shop. They'll buy, you know, two, three copies. They'll hold one and they'll sell the other ones. And sometimes they'll even, you know, take, save one to get it graded. So, you know, that's a whole other story right there. And so when these other, like when companies like Disney and like you say, these other companies that are talking about like uh, comic books in general, just, just the mention of a certain comic book that makes people go out to the comic book stores per se and try to find those comic books that maybe weren't hot at that time, but because they're mentioned in Mandalorian or something like that, now they're, they're the hot commodity. So now people are going back to the, the local hobby store, I mean, the local uh, comic book stores and trying to pick up those old copies, correct? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the day that Disney Plus episode of The Mandalorian came out and the name Thrawn was was name, was name dropped, people right. went out and me- people should have already known that he was coming, but they didn't quite know when. But when she, all she had to do was name drop him. And the right. Ahsoka Tano one has already been hot because I meant, uh, but also it can be like uh, people just tweeting something like a movie star or somebody tweeting a picture of something. And people are really hypersensitive nowadays on social media where they immediately grasp on something just because, you know, somebody said something or, I mean, for instance, this, this book here, this weird Captain Universe book, this character is coming out or came is coming out in a new uh, series, you know, and he's he's I wouldn't even say he's a C-list character. Right. He, nah, it, he's a nobody. It, it's a nobody. <laughs> but, the re, you know, people can find it for super cheap. Right. And, you know, people have FOMO One, you know, somebody misses out. And next thing you know, hey, he's coming to this. But unfortunately, with the, the comic book storylines, um, you know, they're hot for a minute, but then they just go away. I mean, the same, all the Venom stuff and, you know, but movie and TV news is really what pushes the needle uh, for a really large long-term spec, you know, but typically the comic book stuff is hot for a good two or three months. Who remembers Virus from Venom, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Does anybody, nobody cares about that anymore, but uh, there you go, Ray. So we're just okay. here to bring you music. And uh, if you got any other questions, Ray, you know, feel free to ask, man. We're here. You're teaching us about the funk. We're teaching you about the comic books, man. Awesome. Thank you very much for the info, Tim. Thank you very All much, right. man. All right. For one more time, uh, DJ Curse, tell them where they can find you on what days and what time. This week, you can find me at 1 p.m. on my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash I am DJ Curse. And I'll be on there Monday through Friday this week at 1 p.m. Any idea what you're spending this week? Man, you know, every day it's something different, you know, so tomorrow it's probably going to be like hip hop again. But uh, every day it's I try to take it different places every day. So but tomorrow it'll probably be hip hop. I, I find that when I play hip hop, a lot of people, uh, they, it's like they prefer me to play hip hop versus other kind of music. So I don't know. But well, I kind of like the one you're doing, like you're doing Human League and then you had some more house beats on there. So, you know, maybe next time I could ask for a nice old school house, mi- uh, little house mix intro. You yeah, know you know what? what? I actually do. I actually have done house mixes on the channel and stuff like that. So uh, I'll definitely let you know when I do a next one. And then, you know, definitely you can tune in for that. There you go. So make sure you check out DJ Curse 1 p.m. Pacific. The link is in the live chat, twitch.tv. I am DJ Curse. 
Monday through Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific. He normally goes for a good hour. So, boom, just turn it on in the background. You can leave a chat, support him, you know, you can donate, do all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, man. Any last words? No, man. Good to be back uh, after a long holiday weekend. Great to be back talking comics. Had a little bit of fun back in my hometown. Went to about six different shops, searching for a few things. Found some stuff, nothing great, but man, it was fun. It was fun to get out there, new shops, and uh, honestly, just to forget about all the shit that's going on in the world right now. So, yep. Yeah, hopefully, a vaccine is right around the corner, man, and we can get back to some normalcy and we can actually hold. Uh, we can, I don't remember the last time I actually high fived anybody, to be honest with you. It's kind of been crazy, man. Dude, Crazy. not to get in, not to get in the weeds, but one of the shops I went to in KC, I was talking to this this older dude, and I had missed how many weirdos you can meet at <laughs> the comic book. And this guy was probably like in his sixties, an older dude. He was nice, but he was weird as shit. But man, I had a great conversation with him. We were we were in the weeds about comics, and it was fun, dude. Dude, that's fun. what conventions are all about, man. Just seeing the weird characters, the cosplayers, and the weird uh, the people how people dig for stuff and it just uh hopefully next year man hopefully next year but uh uh hey uh, our friends over at the ny warriors got a live auction going on right now so make sure you peep it out it's big easy's birthday so i'll leave the link in there go check out the home at ny warriors I got a comic book auction going on right now and we will see you guys thursday for the top 10 shakers of the week uh hopefully i don't know if dj curse we'll see if his schedule permits i know it's asking a lot but until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out, everybody.